Hi, thanks for listening to It's Gia, Life and Friends, a podcast where I, Gia, talk about life with my friends. Well, here we are, the first official episode. And for this episode, I thought I would take inspiration from my fellow newbie podcaster, Michelle Obama, and bring on my husband to start off the podcast with me. Although this was not intentional, but while we're there, I thought, why not own it and try to get on Michelle's level? I will try to make as many links as I can to the Obamas. I share my birthday with Barack, good old Barry, Barry O, um, and that's pretty much all the comparisons I can think of. Eugene and I attempted three times to record this episode, um, and the final result is a mashup of the three recordings. It's fair to say that there is a very steep learning curve here, but I hope that you enjoy this episode regardless. I think it can only get better from here. We had a lot of fun talking to each other. We discussed the psychology of rat tails, the hairstyle, as well as our fears and what it means to challenge ourselves. If you enjoy this episode, please share with your friends. I appreciate all the forms of support, but especially through public endorsement. Happy listening. Do, 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 do. Chat times with Gia. Chat times. Yeah, I got a free one on my bed and I didn't really claim it. <laughs> I forgot to claim my free boots. Oh no. Welcome, Eugene. Hello, hello. Do you want to do a quick intro for yourself? Um, I am Eugene, I am your husband, I am also a high school teacher. What do you teach? I teach maths. It's more... Mathematics. ...obvious when you look at me. (laughs) (laughs) Although you would really prefer teaching PE or something. I would enjoy teaching PE, I would enjoy just like playing sports, I think. Yeah, find a lot of enjoyment in that. Mm-hmm. Now something that a lot of people want to know about. The rat tail. Mm. I did used to have a rat's tail when I was in high school. And in uni. I only cut that off once I started teaching. But you kept that like pretty much inside your shirt. Yeah, it so was kind of easy really to hide. Yeah. Especially like, yeah, school uniform was like, you can keep it, but you just can't have it out. How long did you grow that rat tail for? Uh, like how long time-wise or how long centimetre was it? Both. Uh, I reckon it was longer than like 30 centimetres, even when it was plaited. So like that's quite long because of how it works when you plait it. Um, and I think, yeah, I just grew it since I was in year 10, year 9-ish. So Until like third Until third year, year uni. So like... That's a solid seven. Five. <laughs> <laughs> what? Third year, three plus two from year 10. Oh, oh like 10, 11, nine. 12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. And nine as well. Okay. Nine, 10, 11, okay. 12. One, two, three. That's seven. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Don't out maths a math teacher, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I guess, yeah, I see where you come from. Seven um, years, you can grow 30 centimeters. On, well, I kept trimming it. Like, it, yeah, like I understand what girls mean when they... Stay like, oh, I've got split ends and stuff like that. Did you get split ends in your rat tail? Yeah, I, I bleached it as well. So it was like really like, gross. really kind of just struggling near the end. Why did you bleach it? That's gross. <laughs> well, 
<laughs> one of my high school teachers literally gave us some bleach and he was like, we were talking about bleaching our rat state. I was like, so there's a bunch of us with rat- ratties. Um, and then, yeah, like basically a teacher, which some people may know as Mr. Payne, <laughs> um, basically was like, oh, like you don't need to buy the hair dye from like coals and stuff. You can just get like hydrogen peroxide, which is just bleach. And then he bought us some because, yeah, I don't know, like that was a logical thing to do in his head. And then in one of our free periods, we bleached it. So did you want to grow a rat ratty because your friends were doing it? No, I thought it was cool. Like, it and was then just all unique. your friends were doing it too? Yeah. So some of them had like Jedis like coming from the side. Ooh, yuck. Yeah. No, I reckon <laughs> that would have been sick. But like that was harder to hide. I think like we had a conversation with like one of the people in charge of school uniform and she was like, is it a cultural thing? Or like ask my parents. And <laughs> mom was just like, no. He just <laughs> wants to grow it. Like I'll cut it off if you want it off. And she was like, no, no, it's okay. Um, and so, yeah, I just it lasted high school. Oh, wow. And then uni and then outside of that, yeah. I wonder what I would have thought of it if we had like started talking and dating at the time that you had it Mm. i don't know i feel like like now marrying you like if you were as comfortable now as you were back then like within two weeks you'd be like cut it off like uh, (laughs) 100 percent. it's someone else's hairstyle that you make a comment on and people will be like oh like it's so disgusting like why do you have it cut it off and it's like it's like on me it's not even on you Mm. Yeah, like I never had to really see it that often because it was behind my head. But I think it was, yeah. I never really understood why, like when people were like, oh, like I want a mullet. Like, sure, you can give your opinion whether you like mullets or not. But like, yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah, I guess it's like it does differentiate the people who might be more chill and that you might want to spend more time with like friends or whatever mm. than those who are like super judgmental and want to impose their opinions on what you should do with your hair. Yeah. But like, I wasn't one who really cared about other people's opinions. There was a lot of judgment, but like, also I didn't really care. Yeah. So it's like, mm. To have a ratty, you probably need to not care. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's true. Or a mullet or like a mohawk. Mm. Well, it sounds like you don't fear people's opinions on your hair, but do you have any fears like being scared of heights? I, I don't think I am scared of heights. I think when I'm in like a tall building and I look over the edge, I'm like, oh, if I like fell off, I would die. And I think <laughs> that's like, yeah, I think I'm quite rational in my fears. Like I'm not scared of like guns, but like, or knives. But if someone came at me with a gun or a knife, I feel like I'd be like, oh gosh. Is this at the end? <laughs> yeah. I'm not really... I don't know if this is a fear, but, like, I really, really, really hate worms. Worms? Yeah. Like, the little pink wrangly things. I remember, like, there was a time when I was cleaning the gutter, actually, and then because there was, like, so much soil and dirt and stuff that had drained down... I remember like cleaning it out and it was quite wet and muddy. And then I like grabbed a handful out and then like kind of threw it in a bucket. But then like 
there was just like this pink thing on my hand and I was like a fat, like it was a massive long worm and I was just like wriggling around and like, I guess this is different to the other fears because the other stuff I'm like, I know will kill me. I'm like, worms can't kill me. But like, it was just disgusting and I was like, oh, it was like, yeah, I almost threw up and I was like on a ladder as well and I was like half gagging, half being like, this is disgusting. <laughs> Why would you throw up at a sight of a worm? It was just like the texture and like everything kind of like wrong with, I don't know. Yeah. It just <laughs> felt really gross. And I was like, yeah, trying to, I think when I was like complaining about it, my family thought I was just trying to get out of doing like the, the chores. Yeah. But then I'm like, nah, that, that worms are actually disgusting. Like, yeah. They really are not that gross. Mm. But this was some time ago, so I've never held a worm now. So maybe, maybe I've gotten over that fear. What about you? Do you have any fears? I actually have a fear of knives, but only if they're like held up to me. Mm. I will like actually run away. If someone pointed it at you, not if they were handing you a knife. No, even in those medical TV shows when Mm. they show like the scalpel cutting into the skin, I cannot like seeing things piercing the skin yeah and that's oh and i feel it i feel it and yeah. where i see it what about like pins and needles like not not pins and needles the goosebumps like do you have any sounds that give you goosebumps i hate the the sound of like cutlery scraping on like plates plates that and that will give you like sounds kind of like like ugh. just oh echoes in your mind and just stays with you it's yeah it's like ugh. Do you have any sounds? Um, I I remember I used to dislike the chopping of an apple, like that grating what? sound. I love like that. The, like, oh, wait, that that's just, not chopping an apple. Like, yeah, it is chopping an apple. Why? How does it make the sound? It's like the kind of oh that, yeah, like if you bit it really slowly. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that that sound, I don't know, kind of, I'm like, yeah. I feel like <laughs> this podcast is going to end up like <laughs> people pointing knives at you just to see how you react and people giving me worms. Well, you hear a lot of people trying to like conquer their fears. Mm. Like people that have fear of heights, like go skydiving or like jump off a cliff. Yeah. Do you, have you ever like tried to do something that really scares you? <laughs> Have I picked up worms to cope with the stress? Um, I don't know. Like, I think within reason, just because like, like some friends used to jump off cliffs and stuff and then I would join them because peer pressure, but also like, cause it was kind of like exhilarating. And if they didn't die, like, I think I was like, okay, like surely I won't die. So I think like, I don't think it works like that. Yeah, but, like, I think, yeah, like, I I kind of knew enough physics to get me through, like, land feet first, break the tension, and, yeah, like, push up so you, you don't hit the rocks or whatnot at the bottom. Mm. So I think, like, yeah, like, stuff like that I would always do. Um, I don't feel like, yeah, I think, I've never gone bungee jumping. Um, I don't really see, like, like the appeal to it really so like little things like that i don't don't think it's like stuff i would go out of my way to do to like try and conquer my fear of heights because i don't really think i have a fear of heights i just have a fear of like 
being in a lot of pain, which comes from like jumping off a tall building with no harness or anything like that. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. What about yourself? Mm. For me, I mean, this is a bit more serious, but doing something scary or outside of your comfort zone can be pretty beneficial for you in growing in certain areas or just challenging yourself to improve. Like a common example that people use is like athletes and sports, right? Like training bit by bit every day will help you to strengthen your muscles or improve your endurance or stamina. And in the long term, you will see that hard work uh, pay off and how how much you challenged and pushed yourself each day. Mm. A larger example could be thinking about like what tends to hold you back from doing something that you might want to do or know that you should be doing. Like for me, I have a fear of failing and not meeting the expectations that I put on myself. And like I have noticed that this has stopped me from doing or trying new things. Um, an example of this is like this podcast. It's something that I've wanted to do for so long, but I didn't do anything about it for years because I didn't want to fail and I didn't want to have this podcast as a demonstration of a public failure to everyone. But I think sometimes you just have to challenge yourself and do something that is outside of your comfort zone until your comfort zone actually grows further and further away from you. Like if we're thinking of it as a circle around you and eventually there will be more things that are encompassed in that circle. And often we think a lot of things seem really scary or hard before we do it. But once you do, you realize that it really wasn't that bad. Well, thanks for listening to It's Gia, the podcast with Eugene mm. as my first guest. It's Eugene. <laughs> it's Gia and Eugene. For life. <laughs> and time. <laughs> All right. See you guys All next right. time. Bye.